Kaveri's lazy husband annoyed her no end. There she was, working like a donkey in the fields, ploughing and watering and tending a hard, dry piece of land. husband snowed away happily at home. Why, once when a stranger came asking for some food and water, he just pointed towards the kitchen and went back to sleep. The stranger, thankfully, was an honest man and took only enough for himself and his horse. Not that there was much to steal in Kaveri's little house. They were poor farmers with only a patch of land where nothing seemed to grow. Somehow, Kaveri tilled the land, did some odd jobs in the neighborhood, and made ends meet. The land was right next to a temple. On some days, her husband would come along with her on the pretext of helping her. But no sooner would her back be turned than she would find him stretched out near the temple courtyard, gossiping with the passing villagers. One day, as she was working in the field, trying to dig up the ground so she could sow some seeds, a thin man with a big moustache appeared beside her. He was a thief and up to no good. Kaveri, of course, did not know this. She greeted him politely and went back to her work. Now the thief wanted to steal the coins that were given as offerings in the temple. The only way into the temple was by digging his way in from Kaveri's land. But how could he do anything there with this tough, no-nonsense woman working away? Guessing Kaveri was hard up for money, he whispered to her, Sister, why are you working so hard on this barren land? I will give you a thousand rupees. Sell it to me. Kaveri raised her eyebrows. 
Why did he want to buy the land? For so much money. Surely something was wrong. The thief sensed she was not about to sell it to him. So he raised his price. A thousand and fifty? No. Two thousand? No again. Five thousand? No. Kaveri kept shaking her head. She did not like this odd-looking man who was offering her so much money for the field. Clearly, he had some evil plans. Finally, to keep him quiet, she made up a story. I will never sell this land. You see, it belonged to my ancestors. Now we are poor. But I'm told that once our family was very rich. Through we lost a lot of our money. Most of it was also buried here in this field by one ancestor. To keep it safe from robbers. Then people forgot about it for years and years. My husband found a clue to the location of the hidden treasure just a few days back. Why do you think I'm digging this hard earth? Not to sow seeds. Oh no, that's just what everybody thinks. I'm actually looking for hidden treasure. The thief was stunned. He felt this woman was really innocent. Giving him such important information to a stranger. He thought, why should I not? take advantage of this situation. Here he was hoping to steal a few coins from the temple and this woman was telling him about hidden treasure. He replied in a very humble way. Yes sister, I understand. After all, it is your family treasure. Only you should get it. He pretended to walk away and went and hid himself a little way down the road. Night fell. Kaveri packed up her tools and headed home. The temple too emptied out and the priest locked it up for the night. Then at midnight when all was quiet and the night creatures were coming out of their homes.
the thief crept into the field. All night he dug and dug. Looking for treasure, but of course there's no sign of it, as there never had been any treasure to begin with. By the time dawn broke, he realized Kaveri had made a fool of him and all he could do was now to get away from the field fast. When Kaveri reached the field, she grinned to herself. Just as she had expected, the thief had spent the night digging up the land nicely for her. All she needed now was to sow the seeds. She sold those and finally they had some money. With a part of this money, Kaveri bought some jewellery. Many months later, the thief decided to show his face in the village again. He was careful to disguise himself though. He trimmed his long moustaches, tied a colourful turban and pretending to be a travelling salesman. No sooner had he stepped into the village than he saw Kaveri going about her work. But what is this? Instead of the simple unadored lady he saw last year, she was now wearing jewellery which looked as though it had been in the family for years. Surely she must have located that missing treasure. Finally, he was determined to look at her house and find the rest of her money and treasure. That night, he appeared at Kaveri's house and said to her husband, I am a traveller and I don't have a place to spend the night. Please, Give me shelter for the night. Kaveri's husband agreed immediately. Kaveri, however, had glimpsed the man from inside the house and saw through his disguise. She knew he must be planning some robbery. So she said in a loud voice, making sure the visitor heard her. Oh dear, your dear aunt is all alone at night and she's asked to come stay with her. You know how dark scares her when her uncle is not there. Come, let us go there for the night. Then lowering her voice a bit, yet making sure she was heard clearly, she continued. 
don't worry about the jewels. I've hidden them in little holes in the house walls. No one will suspect the hiding spot. Then she came out in her normal voice and told the thief, Brother, you can sleep in the veranda. The house will be locked. Here is some food and water for you. We will come tomorrow morning. The thief smiled to himself at Kaveri's foolishness. Her husband, meanwhile, stared at her with an open mouth. Wondering which aunt and what jewels she was talking about. When she firmly walked off, he followed obediently. The thief could not believe his luck. He had the entire night to comb through the house, tap all the walls and look for the hidden stash of gold ornaments. So he started tap, 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 kick, punch and shove. He prowled and he tapped, he kicked and he, sp and he pushed the walls, hoping to spot the jewels. Finally, he tore down all the walls. But of course, there was nothing he could find. Exhausted, he fell asleep and woke only with the crowing of the cock. Quickly, he found his little bundle of things and ran off. Within minutes, Kaveri and her husband returned. Oh, Kaveri, see what the bad man has done to our house. You gave him food and shelter and made me come with you, leaving the man alone in the night. Her husband wailed, but Kaveri was smiling. Then she broke into peals of laughter and said, don't worry, I've planned this all along. You see, I saved money for our last crop to rebuild the house. I needed to call in some laborers to help tear it down. But our guest has done it for us. Now we can make a larger house for ourselves, just the way we always wanted. <laughs> the whole village heard the story and started marveling at her intelligence. Many months flew by. The thief was burning to take revenge. How dare that village woman trick him! That was not once but twice. He realized that she was very clever. One day he dressed up as a bangle seller 
and started wandering in the village. Kaveri spotted him and knew who he was at once. She said to her friends who were crowding around the bangle cellar, Oh dear, I would have loved to get some for myself. But ever since that good-for-nothing thief tried to steal all our money by tearing down our house, I've hidden everything in a little hole in a tree in the woods. Which tree? her friends asked. Oh no, I'm not saying which tree. But it is at last safe and sound out in the forest. The thief looked at her. Yes, Kaveri was wearing an ordinary sari with no ornaments at all. Her friends turned around in astonishment at the crash with which the bangle seller flung down his collection of bangles and made off to the forest. Only Kaveri watched with a grin on her face. Out in the forest, the thief searched high and low for the jewels. He climbed trees, poked, poked around in bushes, got bitten, scratched and growled at. But he would not give up. The jewels were there somewhere and he had to find them. So that is where we will leave him prowling around in the forest looking for money and gold that don't belong to him. Everyone praised Kaveri for her quick, quick wit in ridding the village of the thief. She continued to work hard and made more money from her farming and became a rich old lady. Even her husband was shamed into giving up his lazy ways and helping her. As for the thief, who knows, perhaps he is still in that forest, looking for what was never his. Now, if he only had learned to work hard like Kaveri, he would have been as rich. And that is the end of the story, Kaveri and the Thief. Written by Sudhamurti and illustrated by Priya Kurian. This episode was produced and performed by me, Noor. Special thanks to Sudhamurti for writing this book and Priya Kurian for illustrating it so beautifully.
Want to listen more? Stories like this? Go to Story Nuri wherever you are listening to your favorite podcasts. Don't forget to subscribe to hear more. For now, from me, Nur. Goodbye.